Hi everyone, I'm Janine and I work for the New York City Department of Ed as an elementary school teacher. I'm currently teaching general education in third grade. Um, however, for most of my career, I have worked in special ed settings and I'm back at Adelphi for another master's to learn more about tech ed to kind of help my students in this ever-changing world of technology. Hi, I'm Samantha Etter. I work in Elmira, New York at a school for seventh and eighth graders as a visual arts teacher. Um, I'm also in a graduate program at Adelphi for art education. Um, that's awesome, Sam. How are you doing this week? Pretty good. How are you beginning off the week? Um, it's a great week because I have the first two days off this week. We have off Monday and Tuesday for the holidays, so I'm happy. <laughs> Wow, nice. Yes, and for everyone else who's tuning in and who's not part of our class, uh, we are doing a podcast on Remix for our 21st Century Skills course, and we're going to talk about what Remix is and the different ways that it's taken over society and our culture today and how we can apply it to education. So when I first think of the word remix, uh, my mind automatically went to songs, like remixes of songs. Even I think of like DJs and how they kind of like mash up all these different types of music into one song. Um, that's where my mind went when we first, when I heard the word remix. Uh, where did your mind go, Sam? I definitely also thought of songs, like mixing songs together and even like some songs today that I can hear songs from the past in that they just kind of took in my own way, I guess. That's how I feel, like they just took it and then they just read it themselves. Yeah, I totally agree. So, yeah. Um, so when we were doing all the readings and the videos and everything, basically remix is the art of combining or combining already made elements and creating a totally new product. Um, yeah. So I really like, in the James article, how it's a way to reimagine the world and resuscitate ideas. What do you think? I totally agree. So I learned a lot about Remix this week. And it's a lot more than just remixing songs. It is taking different things and combining them and making them your own. Um, and in a way, it's kind of like a whole new art in itself. I feel like it takes a lot of skills to kind of take all these bits and pieces and combine and create them into a whole new product. I definitely agree with that. Like, not just songs, but even movies, they have the same kind of shots as other movies, but it's totally new and different. Yes. And we hear it all the time. And um, as I was driving home this weekend from a trip, um, that singer, The Weeknd, came up quite a bit in the radio. And even then, I couldn't help but notice, like, how much of his music was even a remix. Like, it truly is everywhere. Like, there was just so many of an 80s influence and even um, background music to some of his songs were already made 80s music. But just hearing him and how he kind of combined it and made it in his own, I thought that was actually, like, very impressive and talented. And um, in the video we watched this week in class um, by Ferguson, how everything is a remix, um, it just... I wasn't surprised that The Weeknd also did this because it's just so common in music to do it and very successful musicians have done this. Um, we got examples such as Led Zeppelin, which is such a popular band and it's such a famous, well-known band and they recreated so many already-made songs 
And there is a couple of other examples of that in music. Yeah, I was so surprised during the video um, where everything's a remix, how the beginning was all about just songs. And I was like, yeah, this is what I thought of when I heard remix. But when they brought in like Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith and like all these different bands and like showed the same kind of thing happening in each of their songs, I was so surprised with how similar they are. Because separately, you don't realize it, and then you hear them together, and you go, wow, that is almost the same. I totally agree. And I think they even played a beat, and it went across genres as well. Like, um, Eminem had the same beat that Led Zeppelin had in one of his their songs, and I was just like, wow, it's, it's pretty crazy just how much people kind of, quote-unquote, copy each other or borrow things and make it their own. And it's not just in uh, music. Um, you know, that's definitely where my mind went at first. But while watching the video by Ferguson, Everything is a Remix, I also, they he brought up a lot of examples about how movies are part of a remix and how Star Wars is a whole, like, remix on just other movies, which I was pretty mind-blown to find out because, again, Star Wars is so successful. Yeah, as soon as they started talking about, like, the movies, I was like... You know, I could think of one movie that I think is very original, and I think that's Star Wars. And then they started talking about Star Wars, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was wrong about everything. <laughs> exactly. Um, the Kill Bill one was also super interesting to me, because I actually really enjoyed watching Kill Bill. And again, a lot of the movies that were referenced in it were movies that I didn't know of, just because maybe, like, the age of the movies, like, I, I wasn't exposed to them, but that's where remixing is so interesting, because it kind of, in a way, can teach you about different culture or different time periods, and you're not even aware of it, so kind of seeing all the different movie elements that were in Kill Bill from other movies, I was very surprised to see that, and it kind of made me want to go ahead and look at the original movies that it came from. I definitely like how you, like, added in how it's, like, an age type of thing because, like, we know a bunch of movies, but then, again, like, the Star Wars and Kill Bill, it's all influenced by, like, our earlier movies that we may not know, and then we want to go back and actually watch those because it's interesting, or even it could be tied to a book. Like, a lot of movies nowadays are tied to books that we know, but there are some movies that we didn't know are books, which is really interesting. Definitely. And um, I think it could be a good thing. You know, I know in the video it mentioned, like, is it copying or is it borrowing or is it a remix? And there's definitely a fine line between things. Um, you know, like Apple and Android, they were definitely, Apple, the company is definitely not happy about Android kind of like taking on some things, even mentioned something like I will bring Android down, destroy Android. So there's definitely like this fine line at times. But on the flip side, I think it can kind of be an opportunity like a teaching moment um when someone copies ideas because it kind of makes something that maybe wasn't as successful and can make it very successful and I even think back to like Led Zeppelin like unfortunately I don't think the musicians prior to were as famous at the time but now the songs are so well known because they kind of made it their own so it could be like I understand both sides to it, but I do think there are a lot of benefits to remixes because it kind of forces us to think about where these things came from. Um, and almost in a way, it, it you go back to the original person who created this and you can give them credit in that way. Exactly. I definitely 
was thinking about like how like before like we said we want to look back at those movies that they're reminiscing in like the newer movies like they might have been very old movies that no one even thinks about anymore but um even like our parents bring up like oh this looks just like this other movie you're like oh really i want to go see that movie now and these movies and books and everything they become more relevant again than being forgotten i definitely agree and i could even think of things that are being remade from when I was younger like so many Disney movies are being remade so it's def- and actually I've seen like examples of it for example I really enjoyed like Mulan growing up and things like that and I have younger cousins now who have watched like the remake and thought it was a new concept I was like oh my gosh no not at all but um it does definitely give an opportunity to go back and appreciate like the original versions of things most definitely um so Moving on to our uh, the James article, it was so interesting. I really like struck onto the creative freedom versus critical restraint type of thing. For me, that kind of was how you need to have this creative freedom to explore ideas and be yourself, but also need to look at society and everything that's come before and say how much of what I'm doing is related to other things going on. Yes, I definitely agree with that. And another point I really liked about the James reading um, is that there are so many different versions of quote-unquote literacy. Um, It's not just printed words on a page. And I think that that's important for teachers and students to understand because so much of what they will be exposed to are not just words on a printed page. And there was even a quote, that was something like remixing is a contemporary equivalent of writing with citations. And I thought that made so much sense to me. Like when we read research articles, um, you know, they cite so many different sources and remixing kind of is like that, except it's not all print things. It's citing a bunch of different sources from all different types of medias. And I think that can be a really successful and important way of teaching our students because so much of what they're going to be exposed to is not just print. Most definitely. And I think definitely with like the citations, like not just writing, but like everything else, I feel like they don't do that enough. Like, especially with like, like movies, I believe they probably do here and there, but I don't really see it much with songs. Like I know, um, Ariana Grande has a song popular that is from a musical wicked. And I don't ever see like a, uh, citation from like oh this is actually from a musical song that you may not even know yeah that is a really good point and again kind of like a teachable moment about why citations are important and how to kind of look out for those things as they are exposed to different types of media and readings and music and everything as they move on even outside of the classroom but I know that you are an art teacher and I teach elementary schools like the basic math English you know subjects core subjects But you also mentioned a podcast on art education and how it talks a lot about remixes in art class. So I would really like to hear how art teachers feel um, about quote-unquote copying in their classrooms. So in the art classroom, we always think of copying as something useful that we can use, but only when we are teaching something new. So if we want to show how to draw a cube, we are copying each other and we're copying what's happening. But for an actual project, we're not 
copying something. We want to, you know, make it new in something for ourselves. A lot of our projects are of a certain topic, and then everyone just branches off from there, so they have their own thing. So everything we do in at least my class is always some sort of a remix. Right. Um, And I remember being in art classes in elementary school, and I feel like almost always the way I was taught an artist. I kind of, we, we learned about an artist. Like I remember learning about Van Gogh and then our teacher replicated the Starry Night and we did the same thing. Like we also painted the Starry Night, but each copy was like a little bit different because I feel like every student and child has like kind of their own perspective and ability on how to do it. And while we were copying, um, you know, a very famous painting, I feel like copying is beneficial in the sense like I learned a lot about even just like blending colors and like the importance of the starry night and all these different techniques that you could probably speak a lot more to than I could but had I not copied that it's not something I would have known otherwise oh definitely like copying is definitely a good teaching material to use because just having the kids go straight into something is not going to broaden their knowledge they need to like practice it so copying even I have books in my room on like how to draw certain things like flowers or even cartoons and my kids love going in there because then they themselves outside of my class can start to broaden their knowledge of how to create different things without me even having to show them right and um Although I'm not an art teacher, I can definitely relate to that concept in the classroom. You know, I think even about math, um, especially if it's a brand new concept that they haven't learned yet. For example, I teach third grade this year, so multiplication is something that is brand new to them, at least um, in New York City. That's when it's introduced. And so when I'm teaching it, I have to be super careful about the way I model it because it's something so new to them. And in a way, when I model it, What I want to see them do is then copy my model. So here I am explaining it in a way, and I want them to copy it. And then the next day, I'll explain how to multiply in another way, and I hope that they copy that. And then my goal eventually um, from them copying my model a few times is that they can kind of not come up with their own way, but kind of choose the way that works best for them after showing them different versions of how to multiply or solve for a problem that involves multiplication. So I think in order to kind of come up with something on your own or just kind of be able to tackle something on your own, copying is necessary. You know, I do think that we learn through copying. Like even I think of babies, like they mimic for a while before they can kind of do things on their own. So there's definitely an importance to copying and I think it's hard to be creative before like, that step of copying. Most definitely. Like, um, in the podcast, they talk about scaffolding, which is very useful for me. Um, You have to build up everything that they know. So, like, you can't just go straight in and say, okay, create a value of orange to black, go for it. You have to, like, show them how to get there. You have to teach them the elements of art. You have to go into different artwork. Then you can get them into painting and so on and so forth. And I know you probably do this in your class too, where you build up their knowledge. So that's basically you're going from copying to some to being themselves. 
Of course. And I actually, that was my favorite part of the art podcast that you shared. Um, the part of scaffolding. And I think they explained it really well. So maybe the first few days you do like these quote unquote mini lessons and you want them to copy, you want them to copy. And then eventually, hopefully they have that creative freedom because of the skills you taught them. But the way it works as a scaffold is even if this for the students who kind of aren't ready yet to kind of come up with their own creative idea, they're still going to come up with some sort of model based on copying. So maybe it's going to be super similar to what you did, but for them, that's still a success. And for the students who are ready, they're going to take all the copying that they have learned from their teacher and hopefully eventually create something on their own. And I think about even like musicians with that. I know we went started with music, but um, what I hear, I, I love music. So I think that's also easy for me to relate to. Um, especially growing up, I loved watching like musicians on interviews and so many of them started as cover bands. And I think that's because like you kind of just need to get the feel for something first. Um, and once you're comfortable and like confident in those skills, then I think that kind of gives you the freedom to be more creative. Most definitely. Like that's why we go through, like even in history class, we learn about the past and we like can even relate it to like nowadays and that's why I do, I know a lot of our teachers do this too, and we go through art history so that you can, like, get ideas from these artworks and go, oh, I really like that design. I think I want to try using that in my own artwork and then try to make it broader and bigger and even different. Yeah, and I know that we kind of, like, you know, we want ourselves, our students, just people in general to be original. Um, however, it is kind of hard to be completely original because we're all exposed to the same things you know we all have similar experiences so um I don't really think there is anything wrong with the idea of copying as long as you're trying to make it your own because even though we're all exposed to similar things and it's kind of hard to recreate the wheel or reinvent the wheel as they say you kind of can put your own perspective into it though like it's you know, there are so many movies, like, I even think, I don't know why my mind's going here, but, like, on vampires, you know? But, like, everyone has their own twist and spin to it, like, the way that they've even done that. And I actually think that was mentioned even in the James, um, I'm sorry, in the video, Everything is Your Remix. Um, it's just hard to be original now because so many things have already been spoken of, but you can definitely make something your own. I definitely agree. Like, um, I know I watched a video uh, a movie the other day uh, by Agatha Christie, like an Agatha Christie book that was made into a movie. So the movie was Ten Little Indians, but it was almost the exact same as another book turned movie that is called And Then There Were None. They were like spot on, almost exact to have like each person get knocked off one by one. And it goes along with the Ten Little Indian type of um quote that they use throughout each movie it was so interesting but each one had their own unique spin on the same kind of thing happening right yeah and I think that happens a lot with movies even like tv series you know I think if something is successful people want to um, recreate it into something that is their own like take a different spin or approach or perspective to it and I think that that's a good thing um I so I I'm curious, do you think remixing is copying? 
I feel like at some points it is, but they really do take it and then they just change it so much, especially like with songs, movies, like like we were talking about at the beginning, we don't see the similarities until we watch the video and we realize that they, there's so many similarities. So I don't think it's exactly copying, but I do think it's very helpful in broadening and going into different kinds of materials. I agree. Um, and I even mentioned, I think that it's a whole, honestly, skill on its own to be able to take things that are already created and combine them into such a way that you make it your own, that's a whole skill in itself. And I think that like shows mastery of a concept. And um, there's just, there's only so many ways that we can like recreate things. I definitely agree. Remixing and even copying is just beneficial, whether it's you're learning from it or you're using it to go further and show something more. Um, Do you think it's beneficial in the future to use? I definitely think so. Um, Again, I think, and try to relating it to education, um, I think it's beneficial because so much of what our students are going to be exposed to is remixes. So I think that teaching it is important, even on like the concept of writing, for example. So I think that creative writing is something that's so challenging. So maybe showing students different examples of writing can kind of get them to brainstorming their own idea and that can help them be creative. And I think that when you teach students that it's okay to use other ideas to help your own creativity and to gain knowledge through that, um, I do think that's beneficial because like I said, I think so much of what they're going to be exposed to is a remix. So I think it's important that they're aware that it's okay to use all these different sources to kind of create your own product, whether it's a writing piece, whether it's a presentation for a final project, as long as you're kind of aware that what you're doing is borrowing and making it your own and giving credit where it's necessary. So I definitely think teaching in quote unquote a remix type of way is important and exposing them to different sources is important. So I think that would be helpful for them in the future. Absolutely. Do you think that remixing is important for our future? I definitely think that uh, remixing and even copying at times is beneficial. Like you can learn from it and then to remix it, you can use it. And then you're, as you said, students know that it's from something else, but they are broadening it they're making it new, they're making it their own. So I think that, like, history repeats itself. We need to learn from the past in order to go for the future, and that is what remixing is, except you're using the past and moving towards the future. I definitely agree. And with that, I think we can end by saying that remix, everything is a remix, and so it's important that we're aware of that, important to teach that, important to teach in some sort of a remix style by bringing in different sources of media, and yeah, thanks for sharing your thoughts with me today. Yeah, thank you for talking about this. It was so interesting to hear your side. Likewise, it's so interesting to hear your side as an art teacher, and there really are just so many similarities, and I think that just proves that, you know, remix is everywhere no matter what subject area or where you are in life 
absolutely. It was interesting seeing both the art side and the regular in-class side. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Um, Thanks for listening and tuning in with us, and we'll hear more from you all soon.